from the Carter Subaru Studios, this is the Jack and Spike Show. Welcome to the Jack and Spike Show. Prosecutors have decided to decline to press charges against pro-Palestinian protesters and conspiracies abound. Why would this take place? How could they possibly not charge these people? We'll talk about it at great length. Jason Rance has a piece about a Seattle restaurant owner saying he's lost all faith in the city after the 23rd break-in. And also, Washington lawmakers are considering more modest set of gun restrictions, but we can't talk about any of that because we have to wait for the ruling in the Donald Trump civil fraud trial, wall-to-wall coverage by the main, the lamestream greedia, as I like to call them. <laughs> That's Spike. well put, man. The lamestream greedia. What's this guy? Judge Engron. $370 million in civil fraud against Trump and his sons, John Jr. and Teeth. Wait, what's that guy's name? Eric. Eric. <laughs> Sorry. Every time I see him, I just see teeth. That's a lot of teeth, Got a man. Lot of teeth. Money well spent, though. Those are good veneers. They're really great veneers. He looks like one of those little girls in one of those uh, those weird beauty pageants that they have for five-year-olds. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> little Miss Texas. Right. So yeah. this is a, obviously the deep state coming after former President Donald Trump, and I won't stand for it. I won't stand for it. And, of course, we have to do breaking news. Spike was so excited, Laura. That when he walked in, he it was almost like he was doing like a little Irish skip when he walked in. It Isn't was that a, cute. It was he did a little yeah. he did a heel click in midair when he saw that the ruling was going to be today. How so, always after me, Trump Towers. <laughs> <laughs> so Judge Judge Engron, who has the worst, he's not a very photogenic man. No, right? he, no, he's that. not. He wasn't hired for his look, so that's good, right? See, yeah, but he looks like an evil man. I, I'm sure Aww. he's not. I'm sure he's a very nice guy, but the face of that man is the face of evil so um he he presided over this case so what is this case about spike you you i know that you follow this you've journaled about it you facebook about it you dream about it your trump derangement syndrome yeah, i'm is- in a support group i'm in several facebook support <laughs> groups for the uh, for the soon-to-be octogenarians who just can't let it go society right this is the one about falsified business records about inflating value of assets mm-hmm. about deflating values of assets and in taxation time, inflating values of assets when you're trying to get loans from banks. Mm-hmm. It's about uh, falsifying business records. And uh, Oh, there it is. This tr- tr- judge orders Trump to pay nearly $355 million in civil fraud and, and, and what that number is about is they think, how much has the city of New York lost in owed, uh, owed taxes yes. and revenue because Trump monkeyed with the values of his assets? Yeah, $355 million. Now, Trump is worth somewhere around $2 billion on paper. But this gets a little sticky because the legal argument that his lawyers made is actually, it's kind of so stupid, it's genius. Do you know what I mean? How so? It's so, it's just so wrought with idiocy that it's, it's like savant level genius. So they were saying... That the now see if you can follow this logic. This okay. is this is through eighty pages of legal documents that I went over. To tr- this is how, how there was literally what they submitted as the argument for why Donald Trump those assets were worth the amount of money. Okay, so this okay. is this is basically as, as basic as I can make it. Is they were saying that the reason that these uh, assets are worth so much money, so much more than the market value, is because they're attached to the Trump name. And then conversely, the reason that the Trump name or brand is worth so much is because they have all these high dollar assets. Does that make sense? Sure. It's a banker chasing his own tail. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I, I, <laughs> so, lo- I love the way you put it. So, so basic. 
So basically the idea is that because these assets are worth so much money, Trump is worth $2 billion, but he's worth $2 billion because his assets are worth... Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, it's yeah. Just, Self-fulfilling. It's a big old circle. Yeah. And the, apparently the judge didn't buy it. So now former President Donald Trump will shall be paying the state of New York uh, $355 million. And, is, and also it's written uh, Trump can't file for, or can't apply for a loan yeah. for three years. Wow. Now, now, one of the things that was on the table in this ruling was would Trump lose his business license, his business certificates mm-hmm. in New York? Mm-hmm. Would the Trump organization be allowed to do business in the state of New York? And I haven't seen anything yet from that ruling. We haven't gotten the full ruling from Judge uh, Judge Evilface. I'm not sure his exact name, <laughs> but I like the way you put it. So, I mean, there you go. You got the verdict. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there with Trump derangement syndrome that'll be jumping up and down. We got him, finally. Hooray. From my perspective, this is all just, this was kind of the inevitable. I think this would have happened whether or not he ran for president of the United States or not. Yes, right? ab- yeah, absolutely. His books finally caught up with him, particularly if we look at his accountant who was arrested what was that Weisselberg yeah about that 18 guy, yeah, months yeah. ago he was C- arrested FO I think he is right and so this is kind of the inevitability of doing business in a, in a state that's as regulated as New York and using the same tactics for about 30 years so this is the same business tactics he's been using and so that is why it's so incredibly stiff now I think that MAGA people are going to read this wrong in the same way that the libs are going to read this wrong. Okay. As, no, as if this MAGA people are going to do this thing where they're like, oh, they're only doing this to go after Trump. And they're only, you know what I mean? Election interference. Election they can't interference, beat him at the, the voting booth. Gonna be my, but then you. libs are going to do this thing where they're going to they're going to do something similar. They're going to do the cousin to this argument where they're going to say, aha, doesn't this make him look so bad? Doesn't this make him look, do you understand what I'm saying? No, I, I, that's what I've been doing all morning. <laughs> <laughs> you, you read me like a book. Right. Well, uh, well, I'll tell you what else the oh, libs will play. Oh, he's banned from doing business in okay. New York for two years. For two years. years. Okay, wow. But it's not a death sentence, which no. which was what was on the table, <laughs> right? What, what the lib side will say, and I can tell you because, like I said, I'm in all the support groups on Facebook, is that the laws should apply equally to everybody. They should. You know, they keep talking about how it's a two-tier justice system, and this is just one tier. If you or I tried to falsify our business records, we'd be brought up on charges. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so just, why shouldn't everybody be subject to the same rule of law? Yeah, you know, I got audited by the IRS one time, and I had to send them a bunch of receipts, and lo and behold, everything was fine, and they said, super sorry about that. And, really? Uh, I sent them a bunch of cash, and they said, cool, <laughs> thanks for complying. No, it, was it just in the, an envelope? <laughs> no, 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 I'm not the, the DA of Fulton County. I paid him with a check and a record. Right, exactly. So, the, But the, again, this is just going to be used, I think, in a lot of ways as just kind of our media circus, and we'll drift further away from each other as human beings, and we'll stop seeing each other as uh, entities of light and joy and kindness, and we'll just resent each other <laughs> until eventually until we until our up... sun runs out of hydrogen and we're right. all gone. Yeah, so like all right, it. and uh, so let's get to some local news. Shall we'll be talking about this all day? I'm sure. Three hundred and fifty-five million, and in another number, three hundred and sixty-four million. I think that's with the bookies, Vig. The, the, the yes, other nine exactly. million. Yeah, so juice they call it in the, in the game. The, everybody was asking about prosecutors uh, charging the pro-Palestine protesters, whether it was uh, people on I five or whatever it is. At and, the World Trade Center last week, right? Right. The, but right. I, but when I read this, my initial thought was, oh, this is local prosecutors are going to be going after the I five people because that makes the most sense. Right. No, 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 no. Right. You read the article. It says this is what happened outside the World Trade Center, Seattle, last Friday, in which uh, the people who were organized in front of the world, they said that they were trying to comply with police orders. 
but the police already showed up hot and heavy. Mm. The police said that there was no compliance going on, which is why they showed up hot and heavy. I can tell you guys why there shall be no prosecution against these people at the World Trade Center. Well, okay, how come? Because the city, I don't know if you guys heard about this crazy thing. The city just had to pay out <laughs> 10 oh. Milly right. to a group of people who were assaulted by the police, and I'm pretty sure they're saying to themselves, we have enough photos here of a 62-year-old who has been shoved to the ground and is suffering from a head injury that I don't think that this is going to go very well, right? I mean, no, and that spray, if you see the photo, it, yeah. uh, uh, the, that spray next to her is a pepper ball. Right, correct. Yeah. Um, so although no one reported watching SPD shoot the pepper ball, several witnesses said that they experienced eye irritation similar to the effects of pepper spray. Now, SPD policy allows cops to use pepper balls to disperse a crowd, so long as that they can prove that protesters caused a traffic disturbance that could have resulted in quote-unquote imminent harm to demonstrators, or to mm. members of the public. Again, I think what's going on here is, and I know that there are people who are going to use this as outrage. I would I would encourage people to think about this more from a pragmatic standpoint. Okay, You're going to take a bunch of people who said that they were attempting to comply, some of whom who have been injured, one of whom is a 62-year-old woman, and you're going to use taxpayer dollars to try to adjudicate that, possibly ending up in a civil case in which you lose another 10 mil. That is a that's a game of numbers, and I'm going to have to go ahead and trust the prosecutor in this. Saying, uh, uh, "Yep, agreed." I'm not going to even I'm not even going to mess. And then also, you're going to get into First Amendment right violations. Mm -hmm. You are it is a legal quagmire and a nightmare. And there's here's the other thing I don't think people realize: there's enough legal firms out there that will represent these people pro bono to the end, right? These like super partisan sure. leftist organizations. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, because they want the PR press. They Absolutely. want the PR, and they will rep these people until the end of time. So you can either have a drain on your resources, or you can say, "Well, you win some, you lose some, and let's go about our business." Yeah. Right? No I think, harm, no foul. Let's help her with a band aid. Right. Yeah. I just think I don't think that if I was if I was lazy at my job, I would take this and I would say another example of Seattle being soft on crime, and then I would and then I would run with it, and then everyone say, would say, "Oh, Jack, you're so great," and they would say, "You're exactly right," and so on and so forth. But I have to be honest about what I know about not only the legal system, but also just when prosecutors are running the numbers and, and the right. What's in the best interest of the exactly. city? Putting a couple guys up on charges or saving the city a potential multi-million dollar lawsuit. Now, this is the one one down the waterfront last week. Yeah, on Friday. I, I first thought as well, this is the I-5 blockage, right? Right, now, right, right, right. This is one where they were, uh, allegedly the police were deflating tires? Yes. Now, yes. Now, were they stabbing tires as was first reported or were they just, you know, letting the air out of tires like a prankster? I think they went right up to him with a screwdriver and, and just pumped him. Yeah, get pumped out of here. Get out of here, you crazy. Crazy leftists. All right. So speaking of uh, Seattle being soft on crime, by the way, Jason Rance over at 770 KTTH. He talked to a restaurant owner who said that they've lost all faith in the city after the 23rd break in. They asked not to be named, fearing activists would target him for speaking out. Uh, yeah, which well, uh, is who the pro pro vandalism society, right, I suppose, the pro crime society, whoever that might be. So he said that he suffered an avalanche of negative Yelp reviews the last time he tried to bring attention to the crime crisis. I might encourage this fine entrepreneur that I, I might encourage whether it's a man or a woman, I might encourage them to be public about it and then come to a media organization so that that media organization could support them. 
I'm not. I'm not saying who would do that. No, 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 no. I'm no, just of saying as an option on the table. As an option on the table. As, as today's special, shall we us, say to us, yeah. Let us just say that media organization encouraged people to go to that restaurant and support that fine right, business. Right. Show support. I'm not saying that anyone here would do that. No, no, no. no but no. there might be a 36 year old former drug addict who's very sympathetic. To this particular individual, right, and you could very well be within walking distance of this business, you, right? You could even, I would, I might, <laughs> you might even say that I would be happy to talk about this business at length and the great service that they provide and the food. Ah, <laughs> oh, oh, thank you for that. Uh, if you see the picture on, on the KTTH My Northwest story that Jason has put together. Um, the second bar stool from the left, that's my that's my spot. That's where I always sit. Oh, I know I this place, and okay. I, I feel for this owner, and I'm with you, that maybe he should... Uh, I can't believe someone would give horrific Yelp reviews, would target this guy on Yelp, well, okay, because his, he his, spoke out against the crime wave fitness restaurant. Here's what... You want to do a little political theory on yeah, this? Yeah, please, because okay. I can't understand this at all. Leftist activism. What do they do? Why do they do it? And why do they go after people who are just pointing something out? So, what happens within certain groups of radical leftism is they go away mozart is thank you they view you pointing to a problem as snitching they view you trying to point out something as attacking a marginalized i'm talking about far left Uh, yeah yeah they think that for instance if you see somebody shoplifting and you say something that that is akin to you literally murdering that person because then they're going to go to prison and then you're going to perpetuate trauma and you're going to perpetuate the prison industrial complex, so on and so forth. So you then have to apply this to this business owner who these leftists, according to this business owner, flood him with negative Yelp reviews because he has the audacity to say anything about it. It's an intimidation tactic. I, it's, I follow it's you. Meant to, what, basically what they're doing is they're saying these marginalized groups are more important than your business that they can. And I'm not saying that it's right. And I'm not certainly endorsing it, but you have to understand the psychology behind it is, is that by him or this business owner talking about it, he's being uh, tacitly complicit with the prison industrial complex, the, the, the system that's keeping these people exactly. from achieving a, a, exactly a, keeping them on the streets, making yeah. them forcing them to turn to a life of crime. It's not their fault. Right, exactly. They have a lack of opportunity. Right. God, my side <laughs> makes me sick. My well, own side no, makes me I, sick but, sometimes. But Spike, you're not. You're not. Th- these are leftists of a different breed. You have to think about this level of leftism is more so akin to what we would call like anarcho-communist kind okay, of. Okay. Okay. Where the even the idea of a business is considered to be an affront to you as a human <sighs> being. So it's exasperating. Right. But I think that it's under it's important to understand the philosophic underpinnings of it so that people know that this is why people think this way. So then when you chat with them, you can actually break it down. Right. You know, yesterday was the last uh, not this particular restaurant. I'm I'm pretty sure we don't know who this restaurant is. Jason's referring to Mm -hmm. in the piece. But I do know that yesterday was the last day of Restaurante Machiavelli in their (laughs) their downtown location up on your Capitol. They closed down. Yeah. Because of the, the neighborhood has just gone gone out from under them. You know, whether it's uh, the homeless population, the, the, those experiencing homelessness population, mm-hmm. or crime in the in the vicinity of the restaurant, or a lack of parking now in the vicinity of the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, they've still got a location up in my neck of the woods, up in Edmonds, and I stopped in yesterday to kind of throw them a little business, like you said, throw the guys a little business of support. Right. And the staff that was at the, working at the location I, I frequent in, in Edmonds was bemoaning the fact that this is this was like a 20-some-year-plus restaurant in Seattle mm-hmm. that survived covid 
that survived. I, I asked them. I said, "Was it a decline in business due to the due to the pandemic that never kind of bounced back?" Like, no, no, we were doing just fine. But the city has just fallen out from under us and doesn't support what we need as a business owner to do business in the community. It's it's tough on a chef out there. <laughs> well, I think that one of the issues that we what we're dealing with here is that there's kind of two competing philosophic factions where some people are saying. I need police in order to run my business mm-hmm. in order to ensure that I have a safe environment for business. Yeah. And that is a good thing. And then you have another faction out there who's saying, look at all these mentally ill people who don't know truly the difference between right and wrong. And so to imprison them is an injustice in and of itself. And they, which is inherently a very good thing. Yeah, I, right? I hear you. I see the, I see the value in un- that point of view. Unfortunately, the overlap in the Venn diagram is where 23 break-ins in two years. Right. And then you're, that's where the issue is, right? So these two sides can come together. They just have to be willing to say, when I make a report about a burglary, I want something done about it. Yeah. Right? That, right. That's, and, and leaving people, you know, allowing this kind of community to, to fester doesn't do any good to that. It doesn't help the people who are forced to live on the street or resort to crime. It doesn't do any good to not address their needs. Speaking of festering, by the way, Mr. Billy Sunshine, going to come in in a couple of few. I don't know how this guy keeps calling the show the way he treats Billy? I, yeah. He's just, I pick on him. <laughs> a little bit. A little I bit. pick on him and he loves it. Right, Laura? Stop picking on me. <laughs> it, it's a, it's, is it a love hate relationship? Good, because I, I hate to I hate to think that he would stop calling. Senator uh, Mayorkas, Alejandro yeah. Mayorkas, secretary, was, in, secretary yeah. was impeached, and you know what's funny about this? Nothing's going to happen. But we'll talk about it anyway when we get back right after this. Mr. Billy Sunshine, our senior liberal coastal elite correspondent, joining us right at the crack of 1230. Good morning, Mr. Sunshine. I realize that you just woke up three minutes ago. I appreciate you joining us. I've been up since 630. That's not a, that's a bull face lie, Billy. <laughs> what time zone are we talking yeah, about? Billy, Hawaiian? The, yeah, Billy. The last time, <laughs> the, Billy, Billy, the last time you got up at 630, Reagan was in office. I mean, come on, Billy. Don't lie to us. <laughs> Don't lie to us. I was, I was awake, but I, I don't get out of bed until 1030. Yeah, yeah. that's the so Billy Sunshine trick. Hey, uh, so, Billy, I don't know if you heard the news, yeah. <laughs> but former President Donald Trump is now ordered to pay over uh, $354 million in a New York civil fraud case. His sons are uh, ordered to pay $4 million apiece. This has to do with, uh, you know the story, Billy, but just for the audience, this has to do with Donald Trump inflating his assets and then saying that his net worth was attached to those assets and the reason that they were worth so much is because they were attached to the Trump name. But the reason that the Trump name was worth so much was because the assets were worth so much money. And thus, that's why he lost that, because that is an awful legal argument. Hey, hey, Jack, yes, what's sir? the Trump name worth today? $354 million. <laughs> Less than it was yesterday. Less. Wow. <laughs> right. Plus, plus the $83 million from last week. Right. Well, I mean, the question is, Billy, is whether or not he pays any of it. Right. I mean, this is a a good point. I mean, trying to get money away from Donald Trump as someone who sued a very wealthy man at some point in time in his life. Billy, don't mention any names, please. As somebody who who sued a very wealthy guy, there is nothing more difficult than having that rich guy write that check for an amount that he doesn't want to write when he hates your guts. Right. You have sometimes you have to get a lawyer and a judge. And hold the whole nine yards well, to actually force them. It's to funny do it. you mention that, and and with the value of a Trump building, 
right? And the name on the building because right. they're going to put this into what a conservatorship? They're going to appoint a conservator. Yep. They may they may be yeah. seizing property. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of money. So Billy, I'm, as our senior liberal coastal elite correspondent, are does, how does this make you feel? You feeling happy today? You feeling sullen? What's the emotional state of Mister Sunshine? I'm experiencing pure joy. <laughs> Kind of a ray of light. Okay. <laughs> you know, it, it, you know, it, I think it's the perfect, it's the perfect moment in America today because what we're looking at is the ugliest American, Donald Trump. Jeez, oh, Billy. Being fined <laughs> in a way that you know he can appreciate because it's about money, okay. which is the only value that Trump has ever held. Okay. So that the fact that. He, he's not going to jail yet. We're going to wait. We're going to do that, you know, uh, you know, for stealing the election, claiming the election is stolen and for arranging the insurrection okay. and for the phony electors. That's when he goes to jail. But this is about money. And I just think that's a beautiful moment for us to realize that Trump, the only thing he cared about being cash, we're going to find out whether he's got all the cash he's claimed. He well, now owes yeah. the state of New York over four hundred million dollars. Right, but Yay. I f- I feel bad for Donald Trump. I'll be honest with you, guy. I feel yeah, bad for him. No, yeah, no, because there's a lot of you got to. I have a PhD in Donald Trump, and when you are a malignant narcissist in the way that he is, these kinds of. Oh, work- I thought you were talking about me there. For <laughs> <laughs> these kinds of wounds to the ego are devastating because you have to the malignant narcissist has to build a facade around them of control and power because they're in the inside of them is so deeply wounded and so when they are when there are consequences for those actions the wound goes all the way to the core it is very very damaging to someone's psyche may not may not be outwardly outwardly Mm -hmm. they can say oh this is a lie blah, blah 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 whatever they want to say inwardly it's incredibly torturous for the malignant narcissist to be criticized or called out or have consequences for their behavior. Interesting. They can't stand it. And so I imagine that he's having a very difficult time emotionally right now, which is why I feel bad for I feel bad yeah. for Donnie. I feel I, bad I, for I, him. I'm actually wait, wait, whoa, whoa. Go go ahead. Off. Go ahead. He deserves to feel bad. Look at how he's made us feel. Look how he's made the people who okay. work for him feel. I understand. Look how he's Billy I, I mean, he I, should feel bad. He can't feel bad enough. He's, going, he's, old, he's going Old Testament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Billy, I understand what you're saying, but what I'm saying is that we're dealing with a man who's mentally not well, and I think that it's very sad to see the consequences of untreated mental illness now in his approaching his 80th year on God's green earth. It's very sad that no one along the line said, hey, Donnie, you might want to go to talk to a therapist about your malignant narcissism. And your proclivity, your proclivity to you know grandiose thinking and and criminal well, behavior, so on and so yeah, forth. Right. He's heard that message. He just didn't didn't take it. That's why it's sad. That's why in. right. That's hey, why it's let, sad. Let, let me ask you this, guys. But I like both your opinions on this, Jack. You said you think it's going to wound him deeply. Do you think it'll get through the hard candy shell he's put on uh, his exterior? Because I say yeah. that. Let me because. You know, his lawyer's out today saying it's manifest injustice. Sure. And he, he always spouts about the unfairness of rulings and the and the Which prejudice. Uh, Which right. Do you think he's going to actually get get that he screwed up here? No, that's the point of this whole no. thing. Yeah, Billy, you can take it. Go ahead. No, it's what Jack's going to say. No, there's no way of getting through him. Yeah. He's not going to be damaged in the way that's going to uh, uh, bring about epiphany where he goes, you know, 
I've, I've made the wrong things important in my life. I've treated people badly. My hatred of the military and disgust for them actually working for this country is wrong is wrong headed. Mm-hmm. No, it will like, not be You boy, no. what day is it? Why well, it's election day, sir. <laughs> election day? And I haven't missed it. <laughs> we're not we're not gonna see oh. that that epiphany. You know, where the ghosts of three former presidents visit the former President Trump in the middle Here, of the young night. Boy, here's I'm a, the ghost of elections future. Here's a few pounds. Here's go, a few pounds. Go buy me that the voting booth. Go in buy the window. You know the one, the big one. Go buy me a fine fat goose yes. for all the I Democrats. <laughs> I love this. In fact, we should put an hour together of a rewriting of the Christmas tale with Donald Trump. You guys are on to something. Okay, so, but to answer your question, Spike, it, because Trump is a malignant narcissist, outwardly it will have no effect on him, right? Right. Inwardly, though, this is torturous. You have to think about it in a way, like, you know, when you, when you pick, when you, when you prick a balloon. Yeah, and it, the air slowly starts to come right, out of it, just, but it can it can kind of still stay inflated for. Yeah, a, yeah. That's what happens to the ego of a malignant narcissist. Yeah. It may not seem as if it is damaging, but is emotionally catastrophic. So there will be some catch up on the walls tonight. There yeah. will be a couple of piece drywall with some holes in it. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. reveling the joy, <laughs> the joy, it is pure joy. And it, that is the part to me that is very sad because inside of uh, Donald Trump there is a wounded little boy who is is now suffering that he has never once acknowledged in his life. And so that is the part that I think about in all of this, right? You know, I, I can't help but think in this moment that I, cause I see his attorney, Elena Haba, Alina Haba, whatever her name is calling it manifest injustice and yada, yada, yada. Um, he has been so ill served, so poorly served by his legal counsel. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, this trial, well, that whose was, fault is that? Well, hold on, hold on, no, I, I know whose fault it is, but let me just say this. Okay. If, if he'd have gone into this court in New York and said you're and shown remorse, right? He, I mean, he probably cost him. It probably cost him half of what the settlement number is. Yeah, because he never showed remorse. He always said the judge was unfair. He was biased. Yada yada yada. The judge. This trial was about how much penalty. A good lawyer would say, "Dude, sit down, shut up." Every time you open your mouth, it's another fifty million dollars. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And he yeah. never, he never. You're right, Billy. He got that advice because he hired a, tri- a, a strip mall lawyer. That's what was all that was left to work for him. Right. Uh, Billy, thank he, you. He didn't hire anybody. He cast somebody. He's casting. Yeah. Oh, that's... making a TV show. Bill... So he picked a girl who looks good, not who was good. Billy and I talked about this on Wednesday. It's one of Billy's many wisdoms is realizing that this was cast. It was not selected. spot on. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Mr. Sunshine. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you again on Monday. Movie theaters. Thank you. Bye, Billy. Why do I not go to movie theaters anymore? Why have I chosen to forego my once beloved sacred and hallowed ground? I'll, I'll tell you why when we get back. Because there's a bunch of Seattleites who are going back to movie theaters. They got com- conflicting opinions about it. But I know why people don't go to movies anymore. Okay. And also the UPS. If you're a UPS driver, please text the show. Within the sound of our voice. Because I am going to go <laughs> ballistic over UPS when we get back right after this. Oh, So I'm having more problems with UPS, and I don't know if anybody's a UPS driver, but I need help. (laughs) Should we broadcast the show from the sidewalk for the next couple hours? I think so. In case they drive by, we just jump in front of them? I don't understand this. It's the same problem every time. All the UPS guy has to do. I I, I ordered this guitar. supposed to show up today. I put the special instructions. Call me. I will come down. I will open the door for you. It will be a non-issue. Right. And so 
what what I get when I open my UPS app is we attempted delivery, no one was home. That is a lie because all they have to do is go to the call box and go beep boop beep boop. Your entire my, building wasn't home, my, right? The but desk guy who works at the front desk. There's at your a building guy wasn't at the home? front desk. There's a call box that goes directly to my cell phone. There's I don't understand yeah, yeah. why does UPS hate its customers? I don't understand why Dude, this is the case. It's because it's cold and they're wearing shorts. No, I understand this, but it, it is a lie in a facade to say to me that I was not home. Yeah. It is a lie, yeah. right? And so I am now expected to believe that this company that has my package has my best interests when they lie to me. The most recent relevant evidence evidence that I have about UPS is that the, whoever was supposed to deliver my thing that I was supposed to sign for mm-hmm. decided rather than talk to the front desk guy mm-hmm. who can sign for the package because it's in the special instructions rather than use the call box, mm-hmm. which is in the special instructions, right. rather than even try to call me, which is in the special instructions, he decides to lie to me and say, <laughs> well, there's a there's a gate here. We're just going to write what we attempted delivery. No, you didn't. Those are two lies. You didn't attempt the delivery, right? If walking up to the door and then turning around is attempting the delivery, this is a lie. UPS needs to do something about this immediately or I shall be canceling my service with you. <laughs> fine people. Local company, by the way, UPS started here in the Northwest. Um, I think I think you're being generous to say that he got out of the truck and walked to the gate. I think he glanced over. I know he yeah, sat in his I, seat yeah. and glanced I, at the gate and said, you know dude, what, I can't do it. This I is the thing, do it. is that don't put special instructions if the special instructions don't matter. Do you know what I mean? Like, right, right. don't have me waste my, literally, now I will shall be wasting my life by trying to find out where it is at this mm-hmm. point in time, yeah, yeah. which I can't even do because I have to hope and pray now to Jesus that by the time I get back to my apartment, someone hasn't already ripped off the little thing where it says, hey, we tried to reach you. You weren't home. Here's a case number. Here's a case yeah. number. Go ahead and file that. This is like, th- this is absurd. I have no idea how a company decides to skate by with, with this kind of a, with this kind of business. Because they have here. all the power. They have all. They've got your package. They have my package, and you're not going to say, "Well, you know what? Send it back then." That's not going to happen. That's not going to. That'd happen. be on your dime if you did anyway. Now I have to no. find it and track it down. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So the other thing that I've got a real gripe about was there was this article in the Seattle Times about how people in Seattle are going back to movie theaters. Maybe they are. Maybe they're not. Doesn't really matter. Okay. The reason that uh, because I'm a narcissist and I only think about myself. The reason that I don't is Jack going back to movie theaters. Right. Am I this going? This is the real story. Right, this is the real story. I love this. Am I going back to movie theaters? The answer is no, because I cannot stand this new, the movie theater is no longer a sacred space. It used to be. Hmm. People used to shh each other. Right. People used to not bring their six-week-old baby mm-hmm. into the newest Christopher Nolan movie. Right. People used to have a, it was like Disneyland. There was a certain respect for your fellow man within these hallowed ground grounds because well, magic was happening on the screen. Magic was right? happening on the screen, and it was a special place. So only, that's the only place you could get that magic was right. the theater. And now, when I go to the movie theater, it is ruined by one thing or another. So, mm-hmm. for instance, one of the last times that this is going to sound long, I saw the last Star Wars movie with with Ray and the. Okay, shoo, okay. Shoo, shoo, shoo. Not, not none of the solo or the other stuff. No, or, I, no. I went with Sarah so we could make fun of it and laugh okay. at it, right? So we go into the movie theater, and I'm trying to take in the movie, and a few aisles down from us, I want to say probably about six or seven, there is a family of about 12 people. They all have their phones out, the entirety of the movie, all, with the screens full, because you got to get the full blast of that blue light right yeah. into your corneas. Oh. Mom has her iPad out, and she is- In a theater? In a theater, because she wants to read. 
she wants to read a book. That's what she wants to do during the Star Wars movie. And they are all chatting to each other the entirety of the movie. Now, the usher in this circumstance, you would imagine that she holds all the power in that space. She's walking up and down the aisle with a little flashlight, a little little orange cone. Mm -hmm. Hey, got to check the exit doors. Shh, no talking in the movie theater. She's walking around, blown out of her mind on whatever vape pen she's hitting from behind the popcorn machine. You know what I mean? Okay, because all that free popcorn. And she's not paying attention. And I thought to myself, this is like the seventh or eighth time in a row that something like this has happened. I'm never coming back. You know, you know why I think we've reached this lowly place? Why? Because nowadays the theater is no different than their living room. Exactly. They can watch movies exactly. at home the same time they can watch movies in the theater. Why would they? Well, I'm, I'm glad they're out of pajamas if they were. <laughs> I'm assuming they were. Right, exactly. Alexei Navalny was Putin's opposition opponent. He has now died in prison. But thankfully, we have a bunch of clips of politicians chastising Vladimir Putin. That's right, Laura. Those are the clips that we have. They certainly wouldn't be praising a, a sadistic murderer. Oh, my goodness. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine why somebody would say that. The FBI informant who was charged has been charged with lying about Hunter and Joe Biden's business ties. What? The deep state again. Fonnie Willis is going to be uh, uh, talking about. She, she got her old case going out. And then there's a representative who withdrew from a Senate race days after announcing a campaign because he didn't get one special endorsement. We'll talk about it when we get back right after this.